Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. We are going to give you a list here of at least five stocks. This is what we do every single weekday, Mm -hmm. every single day that you could be trading stocks. The Benzinga News S team is giving you insight into stocks that they have on their radar. And we give you, like I said, at least five a day. Today, we're going to give you more like 10 or 15 stocks that you could potentially get on your radar. It could be a trade today. It could be a trade this week it could be a trade next week it could be something that you decide you want to invest in Mm -hmm. not our place to say what you might want to do with an idea we just want to get the idea on your radar yep to just get the ideas kicking around in your head let's get kicked off with our little table of contents a preview Mm -hmm. of the socks we're going to go into a little bit more in depth our sock to watch number one today is roku r-o-k-u Number two is Alibaba, B-A-B-A. Number three is Roblox, Mm R-B-L-X. Number four is Sundial Growers, S-N-D-L. And number five is Nutrien, it's ticker N-T-R. Steve, why don't you get us kicked off with a little description of what's going on with Roku today? All right, well, Roku, R-O-K-U, is uh, kind of, you know, we put it on our stocks to watch list because it's down, you know, a lot this morning, 7%. It's popping a little bit at the open here, but you know, moved down on a specific catalyst. And that specific catalyst is Netflix earnings. Uh, you, you know, that's kind of the talk of the town right now uh, for the day. It's uh, NFLX. And Netflix Netf- down 32% right now. 32%, which is, that's a crazy percentage of what, that's, you know, again, it's the second of the things to fall, right, uh, this year. Um, and yeah, so Netflix, for the first time since 2011, reported a loss in subscribers. I think it was a, is 200,000 uh, yeah. less subscribers this quarter. Mm-hmm. And they they were like guiding for like a loss of like uh, 2 million next quarter or something like yes, that, right? Exactly. Yep. And so Netflix is obviously the leader in streaming. It's the streaming company. It's the streaming play. And kind of so. So Brent and I wanted to have this discussion of like, you know, so if you if you look across the board, Disney is down, which, of course, you know, Disney has Disney Plus. How much of how important is Disney Plus to Disney? Not really sure, but it's down four and a half percent. Yeah. You know, that's kind of a lot uh warner brothers discovery that new company that spun off of discovery and at&t that has uh cnn and hbo and probably some other companies as well that's down like 5.7 percent um what else do we have here we've got um comcast so comcast is the kind of x factor here and this is kind of what steve and i were discussing a little bit before we started recording the podcast comcast is down only like a half percent today yeah And if we kind of compare a Comcast and a Disney, 
obviously a big both of them you know a big conglomeration of a bunch of different parts of media and broadcasting and mm-hmm. you sort of go like okay k- streaming is also important for comcast there is i believe a comcast streaming service itself but then also they own nbc and peacock is like a really big yep. streaming service right now i'd say it's probably one of the like emerging streaming services over the last six months or a year or something yeah, like that i'd say so too and so why is a company like disney a stock like disney down you know four four and a half percent comcast only down a half percent is the market showing us how much it values disney plus for disney yeah saying okay this is very important for disney versus where Com- whereas comcast maybe the market isn't valuing something like uh, nbc's peacock as strongly as they do disney plus and then Steve, what do you think about like a, what do you think about like maybe a little bit of a, a tangential streaming play here? What about like a Fubo as yeah, a this, streaming play? This one's also down around almost eight percent now. It's still, oh, it's still wow, moving really? lower. Yeah, it's still moving lower um in, in the open. So um it, I don't know. It seems that like uh, companies with a focus on uh subscription as a service, you know, for for their for the streaming services are being hit a lot harder you know comcast obviously has their cable really business um but that doesn't exactly explain disney right i mean disney has like parks obviously parks merch movies, movies like, obviously like, you like would they, think that those yeah. other segments parks movies would be valued more by the market but maybe this is where yeah. the market is showing us the growth they want to yep. target the growth and maybe they still think maybe mr market or Mrs. Market still thinks that Disney Plus is part of Disney's growth platform. An interesting, yeah. you know, debate here, Steve. I think for for us to talk about, and certainly for our listeners to consider. I think so too. And one one other thing that I'll note: the thing that kind of surprises me why all streaming is down across the board is if people are leaving Netflix, they're probably going to other streaming platforms. Like, I don't think that people are, you know, it's not, not like, going to be streaming in general. Right. It's not like that's a really uh, good point. cord cutting, like, like, you know, yeah. like, like Comcast is like, <laughs> I'm not watching, like if you cord cut, you're not watching any Comcast, but like, you know, if you don't watch Netflix, you might be watching Apple, Apple TV plus, you might be watching Netflix. You might be watching, you know, one of the other bajillion yeah, things out there. Point. I mean, most people have, multiple i mean i know i have hulu netflix i have yep. all I, I have a bunch of them and it's like yeah. if i if i stop doing one you know like i think we canceled disney plus recently we're not gonna we still have netflix we're still gonna watch netflix mm-hmm. we're still gonna watch a- apple tv still gonna watch hulu so maybe there's a there's a little bit of you know maybe this is a bit the market being a little dramatic here but um i don't know we'll kind of see how it plays out in the next few days G- good segue there steve because i think this is a situation where we're we're seeing evidence of something that we've talked about on the podcast a lot in the last couple weeks which is the leading company not necessarily like in performance but being first yeah reporting first Mm -hmm. has dramatic effects on the rest of the sector absolutely yeah we will have to see how disney plus turns out for disney when they report we'll have to see how comcast when they report we'll have to see some of these streaming figures to answer that really good question that i think you just brought up which is this we're not talking about people just leaving streaming in general right there's some kind of like you know competition there that people can jump ship to 
Yeah, I think the Disney Plus numbers are going to be on my like they, they've certainly moved higher in my like anticipation, like looking forward as to far as what you're watching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Certainly. Cool. A nice discussion there, Steve. And mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed it. Listeners spent a little bit uh, more time than we usually do on that topic. But like Steve said, this the Netflix report yesterday is yeah. probably our, our sort of top news item from today. Mm hmm. Stock to watch number two is Alibaba. It's B-A-B-A. Yesterday on CNBC. So, folks, there is a CNBC show. There's a couple of CNBC shows, CNBC shows that create quite an impact on yeah. stocks. Obviously, CNBC has programming throughout the day. But for, for whatever reason, not all of their shows will impact the stocks the same way as a midday show. It's uh, Fast Money Halftime Report. It mm-hmm. runs from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time every weekday. Yep. And there's a group of traders on that show, uh, the Nigerian Brothers, Notable Options Sources, Traders, Josh Brown, Stephanie Link. There's yep. a, quite, a, quite a few notable traders there that are giving picks on that show, and they create price action very often, many times each yeah. day. And as such... The Benzinga News team has had to, to, we've had to adopt our process to make us make in our schedule time for us to listen to the CNBC, CNBC show and get out headlines on them. Yeah. And so you can find information from that show, Fast Money Halftime Report on CNBC in Benzinga Pro. If you search the, the keyword CNBC, you can yep. see all the posts that we're doing on this program and yesterday john nigerian highlighted unusual option activity in alibaba and the stock responded to it he also highlighted unusual option activity in snap snap and also stoneco stne and when john or his brother pete do these unusual option alerts stocks usually respond yeah so there's this phrase you know so obviously we you know people uh, can find education about options. And that's kind of a complicated topic in itself. But what is like this specific phrase, unusual options yeah. activity? Like they they tend to highlight this. What does that mean? Like what are they kind of identifying and highlighting for people? So I don't think that the Nigerian brothers go into into what that means for them super gotcha. specifically like every day. But mm-hmm. I can tell you what it means for the Benzinga News Desk team. We track unusual option activity in general, not just the calls that the Nigerians are making on CBC. Right. We also have this as uh, a product that you can tune into on Benzinga Pro. And how I look at unusual option activity, a top way is – volume versus open interest and okay. what volume is volume is basically the number of contracts that have traded in today's session and open interest is the number of contracts that have traded since a, a, an option contract has existed gotcha. and so what we'll see sometimes is for example we may see open interest in a contract of 10 contracts 10 contracts have traded in that contract uh in that option for as long as it's been around. And then today, for whatever reason, we see that a thousand contracts traded. Mm -hmm. This is a very outsized number of option activity. Right. Meaning that for whatever reason, maybe we don't care about the reason. Yeah. Options betters are targeting this stock today, this option contract today. And as such, the underlying uh, stock is probably going to move. Yep. And see, this is actually 
a nice little preview. We didn't we didn't plan this, but this is actually a nice little preview later this week on the podcast. I think we're going to have a special guest to the podcast. Oh, yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. Benzinga's Ryan Faluna Nightfall. He's one of our option guys at Benzinga. He mm-hmm. uh, is. He is uh, Asley just popping into the chat and saying, "Nice segue, thanks, Asley." We 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 didn't plan it. We didn't plan it, but totally planned. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan's going to join us on the podcast on Friday, and he's going to highlight a couple of, I think, a couple of unusual options contracts that he's looking at for awesome. the last week and maybe looking at for the next week. So a little a little teaser there. A little I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Excited to get some insight into his process because options sure. is one of those things that like hard to wrap your head around is 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 one of those tricky subjects so it'll be good to get kind of uh, an expert on and 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 pick his brain a little bit absolutely stock to watch number three today is roblox rblx we know if you have been tuned into the stocks watch podcast this is a play on the metaverse i think mm-hmm. it was josh brown a few weeks ago he said this is kind of like the de facto play on the metaverse mm-hmm. and a cool data point that you can find in benzinga pro if you search keyword Decentraland, yep. maybe we'll put the uh, phrasing of that word in the description for the podcast if you've never heard of Decentraland, but it is a metaverse. It is a metaverse yep. platform where you can you can log in and you can go walk around and there's property and yeah. there's things going on and events you can take part of. This is one of the major metaverse platforms. Mm-hmm. And in Benzinga Pro, we do a headline, we do a piece of content. Sometimes there's a few a day where we're tracking purchases in the metaverse, pro- property purchases in the metaverse. Believe it or not, you purchase property in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. You can put a store in, you can put a restaurant in, you can put a hangout in. And yesterday we had a plot of land in Decentraland sell for i think like ninety thousand dollars it's in ethereum the transactions happen in ethereum mm-hmm. um but we haven't had a sale of that size in a good like month or two and it's really just kind of interesting to watch what these properties are selling for we've seen yeah going back in benzing pro and looking at this data point we've seen some plots of land in decentraland sell for like up to three hundred thousand dollars yeah I think that was kind of one of the high uh, high asset sales of 2022 or the end of 2021. Uh, but just kind of something cool to get on your radar. This isn't necessarily breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, this is a data point that we've been tracking for a little while, but yeah. we haven't talked about it on the Stocks Watch podcast. So I thought I would thought we would get it on your radar. Yeah, just a little interesting. You know, a Decentraland is one of those things that kind of I've you know you've been hearing about for years, kind of floating around, and good to kind of check in on it, see how it's doing. Because it, it, I mean, it's like you know, it was an early adopter of this, you absolutely know, di- digital real estate, right? That's what people are absolutely. calling it. And so maybe the, maybe the first three, I would, I think. yeah, yep. I would say like they, you know, that's like one of the go tos for that. So super interesting. Um, all right, so stock to watch number four is Sundial Growers, SNDL. And we're going to highlight for you because, of course, it is 420. And it's our cannabis um, conference event today. And we're going to have some interviews. So Sundial Growers CEO, Zach George, is going to give an exclusive interview today at 11.50 a.m., a little bit after this podcast comes out, probably. Yep. And then we also have um, Agrify, A-G-F-Y, which is going to be at 11.10. And then SSIG, 
SSIC. Sorry, SSIC, which is uh, Silver Spike Investment. And that's going to be at 2.50 p.m. And then I also wanted to remind people that the CEO of Tilray is going to be on at at 4.20 today. And I will put a link to where you can tune into some of the presentations that are going to be pa- going to be happening. I think there is, I think what we're doing, Steve, is there's a main stage that I don't believe you can tune into remotely, but the, uh, it, we're calling it the, it's called the studio stage. So the studio stage is gotcha. the one that you can tune into. If you're not in Miami where we're having this event and you can listen to some of the interviews going on. And we'll, again, we'll put a link to that in the description of this podcast. Absolutely. And I will round off the podcast with our last uh, last stock, Nutrient, ticker NTR. This is a play on fertilizer and agriculture prices. We had some comments out of Atlanta Fed uh, Bostic. There were some signs that inflation had, quote, capped off, but he noted that fertilizer and other costs may continue to add pressure to prices. And yeah. you'll remember that a few um, weeks ago, we noted that, you know, a lot of the world's fertilizer was made in Russia. So mm-hmm. that is obviously going to be a continuing pressure, regardless of what, you know, the Fed is doing or any other matters. That's going to be kind of a supply side issue for kind of the time being. Yeah, absolutely. And a couple other ag fertilizer related stocks here, Mosaic, M-O-S, Scott's Miracle Grow, SMG, CF Industries, that's ticker CF, Agriforce, A-G-R-I, Intrepid Potash, I-P-I, Yield 10, Y-T-E-N, and then also Bioceris Crop Solution, it's, it's ticker B-I-O-X, on the heels of some notable comments here from yeah. Atlanta Fed President. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was our stock to watch list for today. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition on Thursday. Everyone have a great trading day. Good luck, everyone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.